That's <laughs> outrageous. Stupid. Good evening, Dennis. Hello. How are you? How how are you with your technical difficulties this evening? Well, it's true. I did uh, sp- uh, spill uh, my beer on my keyboard earlier, which caused a delay of the program. But here's the worst of it. That sounds like a that, that sounds like a tech uh, country song. What's that? I spilled my beer on my keyboard. I don't know. That sounds like a sort of you know my my wife ran off with my truck and my dog right, uh, right, country right, song. Right. Right, that that would fit in there with the uh, and with now the truck. and now my space bar is stuck. on my cowboy boot. Well, we could do sort of a tech version of that where right. I, I spilt my beer on my keyboard and my mouse scurried away. And that's bad. No, no. Uh, hmm. Mouse scurried away. It's <laughs> very weird. And <laughs> my and my printer has a paper jam. Uh, you could work that in there somewhere. We're doing office, you know. Some, but some... so I spilled half my damn beer, and now this is my last beer. I called my wife and said, listen, this is an emergency. She said, what? I said, I don't have enough beer for happy hour podcast. And she said, what's that station again? And I said, happyhour.fm. And uh, so anyway, here we are. And that's my last beer. And after that, it's going to be a short show. Oh man! Because I don't do it. I'm sad now. Your, <laughs> your, your keyboard was so thirsty. Yeah. Well, the floor. I threw the computer up on the on the bedding, so now there's a big beer, smelly. I put some water on it, but it smells like a brewery in here. <laughs> My wife will come home and say, "Do you spill beer in there?" I have to open the window to air it out. She'll say, "Why it's so cold in here? And why does it smell like beer?" And then she'll put it together. Well, and I'll say, I'll say, if I have my way, this is this is another week at best. My office is being maneuvered. I've just bought the uh, last piece I need to set up my office, and so I'll move the little sound studio into a permanent location, good. or at least while I can get up the stairs, which at least a few weeks. Well, well, if it's going to smell like beer, it should smell like cold beer, right? That's that's the best beer. Yeah, but once you spill beer, it doesn't stay cold. Really. Yeah, I know. Unless you're outside, then it freezes. Well, then how about beer sickles? Beer sickles. There's huh? there's a money maker, right? Yes. Hey hey hey. Sell it sell it frozen in a plastic cup. Beer sickle. Well, why not on a stick that you lick it off, like a popsicle? Well, do you pull it out of the cup to do that? But then you have a cup to put it in when you. Uh, Want to set it down? Uh, pull it right out of the cup, lick it, and then lick it a while and put it back in the cup. A cup is extra. Beersicle. Beersicle. This is this is genius, Dennis. We need to write this down. I'll buy the domain name, and we'll. So, and the key and the thing is, it's delivered on a bicycle. <laughs> so you got a built-in jingle. Beersicle bicycle. Nice. Buy buy a beersicle on a bicycle. Buy buy Bingo. buy a sickle. We we can sell sickles too. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you drinking, young young buck? <laughs> this, uh, beer, beer sickle. <laughs> it is happy hour. Beer sickle on a bicycle. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. You gotta cycle. You gotta play with this stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's we're workshopping here. We're throwing throwing shit up under the whiteboard and seeing what sticks. <laughs> I think you're mixing your analogies. 
I think it's you throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. Oh. Or toilet paper. Well, not not no, a whiteboard. It's not, no. It's going to be a brown board soon enough. Oh, brown board. Very nice. Right to the potty talk. You are. You're the one throwing toilet paper. <laughs> it's oh, amazing you... we have any listeners. It is. Because you're so perverted. Who who wants to listen to this? You're... You're making poop uh, jokes. Other, other Brooklyn <laughs> pervs. I don't know. Right, the house, of the, the house load of you. Right. Imagine all your walls are, are painted brown, so that when you throw your shit upon it, that it, me- it mixes right in. Yeah. Well, your walls are. It probably... Makes me want to stutter like Joe Biden. Your walls are probably amber. Throwing uh, all that amber beer around. Or mahogany. Hmm. Or copper. Copper variation of an amber as is a red all different colors but all in the same family yeah the copper family uh the amber family i like copper as a word better than amber myself well we could wear them both in together okay copper amber and you know who makes the the casks that the copper goes into cooper the copper cooper (laughs) got to be it's got to be animata poetic yes the copper what do you do for a living i'm a copper cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a copper cooper you can't you can't even say it this is pretty amusing go ahead keep i got all i got an hour till you get it right go ahead try it again don't look at and me. i and i work at the copper cooper co-op <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to recoup my Copper Cooper costs. Very good. Very good. Okay. You became well, untongue tied. That's good. It's good to see you hit yourself in the chest when you get stalled. That, like that's that. the that's the little, that's that's the content that people are tuning in for, you know? Little uh, little kickwell. <laughs> yeah. Yes they are. Recoup the Copper Cooper costs. By the droves. Have you checked our Uruguay figures lately? It's they're can, they're in the pooper. It's not good. They've, well, we were six forty-two. Is are we better than that? No, they've they've abandoned us. They've gone to listen to uh, more interesting uh, uh, Spanish language happy hour uh, podcasts. Let's just do it in Spanish. Laura feliz. Yeah, I see. I see. <laughs> very good. Very good. Oh, man, that's right. So you do a good impression of a bobblehead doll. I wish people could see it. You should be doing a little bit of video yourself now and then and look at it because it's uh, well, quite, uh, quite amazing. I, I try to nod to give you reinforcements <laughs> for your, no, for your no, utterances. Is, <laughs> no, that's not what this is. It's what you do in between as you bob your head. Uh, I don't know. It's all right. Well, we can. I, I can always shrink shrink your image, so I don't have to see you. Now, go ahead and dim your background like you do. I, had, I don't even know where that where that button is. Uh, uh, I'd like to learn how to do that. I can find it. Blur my background. Here it goes. Ready? Yep. Oh, boom! It's amazing. It's amazing. Now, last time we did this, you had a sound issue. But it was happenstance. It, 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 yeah. It happened a minute, but it wasn't related, I don't think. No, I, I think my sound is okay now. Yeah. So that's good. Right. So here we are. Here we are once and, again. Uh, 
Did you do anything interesting this weekend with your tent garage? Uh, I moved toward appraisal. I, I put all the hardware on all the old windows and didn't get it all finished, but did 90% of it. So Moving Door towards appraisal? Appraisal of the house to refinance. Um, Consolidate the various construction and renovation loans into one gotcha. decent, affordable mortgage, which, you- is, uh, the, uh, which was the goal set and established uh, a year ago that we would refinance twice. Mm-hmm. And each time it would allow us to raise more money to finish, and then we would have at least a value in it of what we put in it. And so that's where we're headed. So when is that going to happen? Is that within? December 3rd, my birthday. So soon. It's a good sign. Another good sign? The appraiser's name is Manny. I've never met a Manny I don't like. Okay. I've never met one I don't And I asked my realtor neighbor. She's like, oh, man. I want to get hopes up about price or anything like that. Oh, Manny. Everybody says, everybody says, Manny. Yeah, Manny. All right. Well, all right. Got to lay it out there for him. Throw some paperwork around. Tell him what we got in it. Play the game. Nice, nice. And, you know, the thing is, is that a bank isn't allowed to take into account what we're doing for the house in terms of how the neighborhood is improved. And the fact is, is that our improved lot here, which was the worst lot on the street, next to the largest and, and, and most historic lot on the street, which is Acres, with two homes on it and all fenced in. You're raising the tide and raising all the boats. Yes, and, 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 but, but, you know, and so the value of the property would be even better for our house and for others. But the thing that they can't address is this issue of how good is it for this house, right? As, a, as, as part of the planet, the mass of this house mm-hmm. that was degenerating and deteriorating, being eaten alive by insects, and drowned with leaks and as we have covered sinking this, as we same have program. covered in <laughs> episodes one, four, sixteen, twenty, eighteen. Yes. Well, but anyway, <laughs> right as we've covered. Yes. And we have evidence in proof, probably the best record of it. But the intrinsic value of the house is for the house's sake. This house to me deserves this loving care and this renovation because it is a unique property. It's built in a way that's just really attractive. It sounds like you're and, you're sort of putting this sort of animism on the house, as if the house yes, has its yes. own soul that you're. Uh, but the house is or of spirit. Souls. House is of souls. So the the previous so souls that 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 lived there deserve for the house that they loved to be continually cared for. Is that yes? Yes, that's a that's a big part of it. Yes. Okay. There's four, though. And the banks don't take into consideration um, the households. Someone would say in their, uh, that it's unique. And because of its unique nature, they could, you know, it could bump it a little bit. So they could take that into mm-hmm. account. But often they don't. And they're really not promising you what the market value is. They're giving you the loan value with a 80%, 20% ratio. So if your house is, you know, going to be worth, you know, Two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. They're going to appraise it at one seventy, right? You know, and they got to say that in order to get that loan. But anyway, it's a long story, boring as shit. But if but if you're if if you buy the the worst house in the neighborhood and fix it up so that it's no longer the worst house, now it is on the block, one of the nicest structures. 
but, but, it, but it, it was not. It was it the was, worst. It was the worst. The worst. And there weren't any bad ones besides this. Not a one. And we were next to the mansion. Mm-hmm. Or are next to the mansion. That, that is this huge lot. Uh, old style, you know, so, pillars. So how do how does how do the owners of the of the currently worst house feel now? Because they, I don't know who they, they weren't they weren't the worst because they always had your house to point to, well, and then well, you came in well, and made it one of the best, and now they're so, at the bottom of the pack. So it's a little block, and there aren't any bad houses. Okay, there aren't any because the the big mansion when you go south on the street gives way to yet another mansion, to yet another mansion, and then you're at the end of the block on a big corner lot that's a very big house. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's not a, a big block. And then going north, uh, our neighbor's house is quite nice. Cottage or a, uh, a certain style, I can't draw a blank on the name of it, but, mm-hmm. uh, but, but pretty, and a little fenced in yard, and then that's it. And they're all good. So the worst on the block anymore, you can't, it, it doesn't, it's not on the, it's right. not on the spectrum. Wow. But it's true. Objectively, of course, it's true. There is a worse house. Right. Mathematically. But, yes. But that doesn't capture the moment at all. Well, at all. don't you just live in a nice hoity-toity neighborhood then? <laughs> so, between the mansions. Well, right. So now you can put into some better perspective my wife's depreciation of my tents, which I put oh, up. Oh, I, I get it now. Yes. Yeah, I now have, as I look out the window. Because the mansions have, don't have tents. <laughs> <laughs> they have their servants' quarters, okay. and you've got your your tarp so, tent. Which where, you... they, where 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 I have tents, they have parked BMWs and Mercedes. Right. And so I bu- I built the tent garage, which is functional and will let us know where to put our our, our garage. Yes. Next year, and another one is where we're going to put our fire pit, and another one is where we're going to I'm going to add on to the shed I have and build a garden shed, and they'll all be gone. Wait, you have a but tent it, where you're going to put your fireplace? Garden shed. Your fire pit, you said. Fire, no, no, the tent is there. The tent will be removed at that corner of the yard, uh, which overlook. It's an L-shaped yard, so it overlooks the, the acreage. And if I raise the, uh, uh, like a three-step up mm-hmm. to a raised area that looks out to the back, the fence that's there now, which is four feet high, will appear to be at your knees. You'll be able to see over the fence. So completely, well, no, that doesn't capture it. It's like the fence disappears. Okay. See, it's it's it disappears. Clever, right? So, and then he and well, you know what? <laughs> That's a whole new perspective. Really. I'm going to watch him rake it. I'm going to watch him mow it. He's got workers. You know, they come in with a truck and right, of course, and they blow the leaves and they do all this stuff. And I'll just sit there and watch it, enjoy it. It's so great that I can look at it and not own it. It's one of the best things. <laughs> yes, it's actually to the value of the property because our yard is on that side of the house, which is the southern side. And they have beautiful trees. And that's where most of our windows that let the light in are all on the south side. The place is built. Well, uh, in Michigan, really that's where the sun is, especially yes. these, these these days. I've noticed very clearly uh, when I start taking my kids to school in September, This when we go to school at at the time you go to school, the, the sun is on one side of a building. And now it's on totally on a different place huh. because we uh because of and of course my son said why is that and i was like well the earth is tilted in its orbits and blah 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 and uh and he was like yeah okay whatever <laughs> so you obviously sparked his interest <laughs> yes i'm a i'm a regular oh, carl sagan of uh, science uh 
Oh, Science true. education. Oh, no, well, it was time. It was time to time to go to school. Get your so. So I spent some time with, with uh, little granddaughter today, mm-hmm. and we were sitting on a, a little couch in the bookstore where they also have a little cafe, and uh, we'd ordered food and she had eaten some food, and we sat there and we were waiting for my wife to pick us up because we were out. For late breakfast, little little girl and I, mm-hmm. and um, brunch. They call I it. said, "You want to? Do you want an apple?" And she said, "Yeah." And I said, "You want to go to the supermarket and get it?" And she said, "No, I don't. I no." And I said, uh, "Okay, well, we'll just sit here then." And she took me by the arm and she pushed me toward the door and she said, "You go get it. You get it." <laughs> yep, that's that's still. I, I realized they sold apples. In the place we didn't have to, I didn't have to leave, so they were uh, right at the countertop. Well, that was nice. It was, it was a funny moment. No, I'm, I'm good, but I do want that apple, <laughs> and go and get it for me, and, and just kind of like helping me up, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> she does that. Hey, you. I, I act like I'm heavy, and, and she, goes, oh, 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 like she's lifting me, like all grandpas do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such a glorious time. That's. So wonderful, like like the Garden of Eden. Hey Adam, go get yeah, me that apple. Actually, <laughs> well, let's not go there. Now. <laughs> this was a pleasant memory until you brought your religion into it. Yes, well, okay. You I, Spaniards are all alike. I apologize. I watched a classic musical movie with my. My youngest fell asleep immediately with my eldest, who is uh, 10 years old, the other night. Uh, a movie by the name of Grease. Oh, John Travolta. And Olivia Newton-John, uh-huh. who was like 30 years old at the time that they uh-huh. that they made it. And uh, it had been many years since I'd seen it. Uh-huh. And I did not realize that every single line was sexual innuendo. Every every, line. every single line in the entire movie in the whole movie is it's, not just to a pervert like you, it's but to all about it, it's it's just it's all about sex. There's one scene where where a condom breaks, and my and my daughter was like, "Wait, which is broke?" And oh it was like, "Oh Jesus, uh, yeah, never never mind." Um, but Turn the channel. but yeah, it was it was very like it was just all talking about you know. Did she put out? Do you want to go and have a romp and just just all right, this right, right, uh, that right, right. all that all that uh, sexual energy and right. sexual energy from high ni- school from 1978 uh, right. depi- depicting 1950. Yeah, there's seniors in high school, which is you know that's what you're thinking about when you're a senior in high school, and uh, but it was yeah. just but like I, but I I wasn't so worried because all of that went shooting way over yeah. my head when I was a kid and yeah, so right, right. Uh, I right. none of it would have stuck with right. with her right and it wasn't yeah you had to be paying attention right and it, it reminded me of um, of when I was a kid I used to watch the TV show Cheers with my oh, yeah. with my parents oh, yeah. and that was just nonstop uh, right. sex talk all the time oh, it was yeah. just right. so adult but as a kid it was just it was sort of funny, you know. They had the laugh tracks. So they sort of knew when things were, were supposed to be funny, but uh, but then as a as a as a grown up, it uh, yeah, it was all just raunchy, raunchy jokes all uh, the time. It, but but all couched in innuendo so that they could show it on prime time. No pun intended. 
Yes. Or all the puns intended. I'm not sure. Ah, uh, well, no, you're not. You're not that clever. I don't think you could do it on purpose. I don't think I could do what on purpose. Be clever. You stumbled into it. This is okay. Well, this is how it goes. It's not intentional. It just. <laughs> oh, so tell me more about tell me more about uh, your brownstone in Brooklyn with all the other podcasters. I mean, I understand we've talked a lot about. The kitchen, which only has one appliance uh, that you all line up for, is a microwave. But what are the sleeping arrangements like? I mean, do you. Well, do you, it's, I mean, what do you, it's mostly just sort of like there are bunks, but normally they're like you got to really go to bed early to get a bunk. And uh, the rest is you just on the floor. And if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Joaquin's Chihuahua, uh, it would really be uh, like. <laughs> what? Joaquin's Chihuahua. Yeah. Who's Joaquin? He's one of the other podcasters. And he has the Chihuahua? Yeah, we take turns taking it out for a walk. You all have a little dog like this? No, just Joaquin. Just the special ones. Oh, just Joaquin? Yeah. He's the only one? Yeah. But, you know, he's a good good little dog. Well, yeah, they're little yippy-yap little varmints that remind me of little rats. Yeah, we call him Don Quixote. Oh. Yeah. Have you gone Rodriguez? Not, not lately. You should do so. Rodriguez is calling youth. Youth. Yes. Youth. I remember my youth. 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 Youth is wasted on the young. Ah, oh, youth. It's a wasted on the young. Hey. I don't know what's the matter with these kids today. I have a question for you. Can we get some follow-up on your uh, on your wrist injury from episode ah, two? Oh yes, yes. How's that doing? Yes. So it, it's uh, it'll be a year in March, right? Yeah. Yeah. A year in March. So when I tap on my wrist, like I'm doing here, right where the scar is. Mm-hmm. It sends the little tiniest numbing electricity up my middle two fingers of my hand, and those. It's just not. It's not uncomfortable. It's just a, a little buzzy feeling in my fingers, mm-hmm. and so there's that. In the morning, it's stiff. I still can't open as much, but it doesn't really hurt anymore. Okay. But the weird thing is. And stop me if I've said this, but when I touch anything cold, it feels like there's cold running water all over my hand. And it is so freaking weird because I touch a like an iron railing going up steps in the mm-hmm. cold, and it'll feel like it's all wet. And I'll look at my hand, and it's like, it ain't all wet. <laughs> I mean, That's pretty wild. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, talking head stuff. So this you ain't my hand. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But So you drink your cold beer with the other hand? No, I... Because uh, otherwise it might feel like your beer is spilling onto your keyboard or something. Uh, <laughs> well, that was clever. That was that was funny. That's a, a kind of a quip. So there's a, there's a bigger joke in there. I know you have it in you, so go. Well, I'm curious. So when you grab your, your cold beer, well, I guess... If your beer is cold enough, it's going to feel wet anyway from the condensation. So. Well, yeah, that's. But it's not. Are you saying it's like running water over your uh, hand? Like, yeah, like I just. 
Like your hand is under the faucet? Not even. No, not that tactile. Just that it's gotten wet. Okay. Like I touched something that was ice cold wet. Okay. Right? And so I look at my hand to see if it's wet. And it's not wet. Whoa. It's a dry dry hand. Well. It's a dry hand. Dry hand on a cold day. A, a dry hand on a cold day is just enough to chap my lips. Okay. That's just standing on the corner with my hands up on my hips. Ooh. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. I knew you would like that. But so, anywho, as you would say, anywho. All right, well. You got anything else to say? No. I called you. I mean, no, no. Wait a minute. You called me. I. No, I. Well, I no, I, I've got a story. I've, no, I've, it's, 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 what? It's, it's, tell me a joke. Tell you a joke. Yeah. Well, uh, what sounds like a sneeze and is made out of leather? I don't know. A shoe. That's pretty good. Your little accent there uh, helped. Your little I, I shoot. Spanish, you spent some time in Denmark kind of accent. Mm. American at its base. And I mean base. Well, if, you've, if your copper cooper meets the cobbler. At the co-op? <laughs> at the co-op. Then they can cooperate. Or not, maybe even cohabitate. To make... A shoe beer, a shoe. Okay. A shoe. Okay. Right. Keep going with it. Come on, you're on a roll. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm very much Stumb- flat on the ground. Very much stumbling. It's over. I had a, I had lunch this weekend with a friend, who is from India. And he recently went to a wedding of an Indian, of some one of some part of his Indian family, in Australia, obviously, and uh, and he was there, and somebody came up to him and said, um, "Hey, are you from such and such a, a village?" And he said, "No, uh, but I was born there. I didn't grow up there." And the person said, "Okay, great." Hold on. Let me go. Let me. I want to introduce introduce you to someone. And he went, and they found this 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 little old lady. Uh, my friend is seventy years old, and the old lady was, uh, you know, eighty eighty two. We'll say. Uh, and and she was sort of hard of hearing, so they were like sort of shouting at her, "Hey, this is so and so's son." Uh, and it took her a while, but finally she understood, and she was she she lit up like a. I don't know, like a candle, and said, "And said, oh, you're you're so and so son," and uh, and and hugged my friend, and only after that meeting did my friend work out that uh, this woman was the neighbor of his parents at the time he was born, uh. and in Indian tradition, when a new baby is is born near you know, in a, in a neighbor's house you go over and meet the new baby and 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 bring over food and stuff and say hi new baby so right. he worked out that 70 years ago this woman that he had not seen since uh m- m- met him as a as an infant 
and when he was 70. Yeah, he's yeah. And she was 80. 80 something. She, yeah, at, at the time she was, you know, 12 or whatever. But right. when you're 12, you go over and see, meet the new sure, baby sure, in the next door house. Uh, you love that little baby when you're 12, right. of course. And but it, it house, just how how amazing. It, I know, and then they that they met uh-huh. at a wedding in Sydney after 70 years of wow. um that sort That's, of serendipity is uh pretty wild. Right. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> but you know, how often does that happen and we just don't notice? How often uh-huh. do you bump into someone that went to your preschool or whatever, and you have you don't remember them, and they don't remember you, and right. you just say, you know, you know, say, "Hey, get out of my way" or something in the grocery store, <laughs> or whatever it is you do. So, I tell you the story at the Voice of the Wetlands Festival in Homa that I was walking backwards away from the big stage in an open area, heading toward the smaller stage, and the crowd was kind of sparse back there. And I stumbled. I was walking backwards, so I stumbled into somebody. And when I turned, it was Tony, who plays saxophone for the, the local blues band mm-hmm. from Kalamazoo. And we were on the complete other side of the country, yes. in the middle of nowhere, on a cattle ranch. I vaguely remember this, yes. Yes. And um, and, and it was oh, like, it, whoa. Well, that wasn't the, the guy that you sold your house to. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, wow. That, that's... that was the first meeting down there. And then another time. Maybe it was that time that uh, the next time his, his wife was there as well. So mm-hmm. she's marvelous. Um, but we had so much fun. Um, but that's that same kind of thing where, yeah, right? How, how like, are you what, here? I and... mean, what, what, what are the odds? And like to both be to the proximity of literally bumping into each other. Right. Literally. As opposed to being near or right. seeing each other in a crowd or something of that nature. A but, physical altercation took place. Well, it was the best of year. It was just a bumbling. Just a bumbling. Wait, I, I have another story like this. When I first moved to Spain, my wife and I used to go to these uh, salsa dancing classes. And there we met a, another guy that was there in the class. And, he, and so we got to know him and we became friends. And later when we were socializing at some point, he said, um, uh, he said, Hey, what, um, what part of the States are you from? And I said, North Carolina. And he said, Oh, my, my, uh, my nephew is in, in North Carolina, uh, at, at, at college. And he's, and, and I said, Oh really? And, and he said, yeah. And he said, um, it's at this college and he named the town that my grandmother used, used to live in. And, and I said, "Oh, really? That's 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 amazing. My my grandmother lives there." And he said, "Yeah, he's uh, he's studying uh, golf course management in this town, and he works at the local country club." And I said, "Wait, that's the country club that my grandmother lives on. How can how can that be?" And turns out that, that like they knew each other. The the this guy, this random guy in Spain that I met, oh, his nep- his nephew knew my grandmother uh, on the other side of the world. Oh my God! Isn't that just just that's crazy? Just- Crazy, absolutely crazy. Oh, so I have a story like this. So, a friend of mine were and we're in a in a in a rented vehicle, which I was a, a national renter in the day, and meant that you could pick out your own vehicle mm-hmm. when you got to the lot. You just grab it in a row, and I was a corporate member, so I had some points. So when you just eye all the vehicles, and you're like, mm, yeah, just that pick one. one. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up getting this. Uh, it wasn't a whole lot left, but we ended up with this big pickup truck. At four wheel drive. So while we were working uh, in Montana, we took a road trip uh, all through the mountains 
And I had heard about a place that, that served some exceptional famous prime rib dripping off the side of the plate and further, you know, extravagant proportions of food in the, in the high reaches of the, the Montana foothills and mountains. And it was a wild trip over crossroads and we'd get lost and we ended up finding it. And it was off the beaten path quite a bit, but, but from certain directions, not as hard to get to as it was for us. Yes. So we go in and we're talking and I'm talking about this or that. And somehow we were talking about the hills and skiing, and I mentioned I used to ski at a, a place called Cocaine in, 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 in western New York. Mm-hmm. And as I said it, a waitress stopped and was on her way to serve somebody, and she said, did you say Cocaine? And I said, yeah. And she said, hey, I'm from Cherryville, which is the, the town mm-hmm. where Cocaine is. And as it turns out, here we are. She's a waitress. And she and I had skied at the same place, and she had worked there. My brother had worked there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that there were two different long periods of time because she was much younger than my brother. But but it was one of those things where, what? Where are we? Mm-hmm. So far, you feel like you're so far away from everything, and then there's a connection that pulls you back. Right, 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 right. Wasn't it an Eric Clapton song? No, 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 no. Cocaine. <laughs> No? Uh, well, not quite. It wasn't about skiing? Not quite, no. It was about white powder? No. <laughs> it was indeed. It was indeed about the evil white powder. Um, yeah. My ski days were cut short when I catapulted. My front ski got stuck in the edge of where the plow had plowed the snow and it gotten cold and it had kind of frozen and my front ski dipped and I went flying over the top of it, lost both one of my skis, certainly probably both of my skis and ended up like a catapult, but my arms at my side. So I truly looked like a rocket for just a second. Mm-hmm. But the end result was that when gravity pulled me down, I landed on the side of my head and my shoulder and, and knocked my shoulder out of joint. So I dislocated Fun. my shoulder mm-hmm. and that was the last, time I skied so the uh you know the thing they bring down you know the throw you on the mm-hmm. cot you yeah know, what, what is it called sled <laughs> it's a lot of work <laughs> yeah, the stretcher right? sled Automatic sled stretcher stretcher that's right right although not to be confused with sketchers which is a new modern shoe company well for those listeners that are modern just Yes. Modern. <laughs> Modern for some of us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, modern's not, modern's not my thing. You know what I mean? Yes, I can see your uh, whole steampunk uh, recording setup you've got there. Yeah, it's... Uh, you need to put some more coal on the fire and beer on yeah, the keyboard. Well, it's a TV stand that's rickety. It's a three-legged ladder stool with a box on it weighted down by a wooden sculpture of a little baby deer sucking on its big mother's high tit. And that's weighting down the box so the microphone doesn't tip it. The deer, the mother deer, is just eating the grass and has bent over. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so that's the setup. We should call that Bambi. Your Bambi weight. (laughs) Well, I don't know. It's it's more of an antelope than a deer in a lot of ways, so I'm not Mm. quite sure what it is, but... Do you anyway, still call baby baby antelope? Or are they still called fawns, like deer? 
Uh, I would think so. Yeah, sure. All right. Sure. We'll put that on. That. That's on the record. Put that in the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 035 baby antelope name in the Googles and we get back baby animal names Uh, it's called a calf a calf much like whales a calf huh I'll be damned that's weird yeah god they're ugly too oh well this isn't ugly well it might be a fawn then might be a fawn maybe it is a deer maybe it's not an antelope you know it's hard to tell I think maybe it is a deer alright Dennis yes now that I'm on anyway. this now that I'm on this website uh, we're gonna quiz you on some baby animal names okay I'm ready so uh, a baby alligator a uh, alley it's called a hatchling a hatchling of course it is because it came out of an egg yes. so it's recently hatched yes. armadillo uh, a cocoon <laughs> an armadillo has a pup a pup yes an armadillo has a pup yes wow. <laughs> as are bat as are, as are bat babies bat babies are also pups a bat baby is a pup so Bruce Wayne when he became a uh, an orphan was a pup yeah. Well, they fell into the cave. We fell into the well. Right. When it was a pup. Ooh, baby cockroach. It's called a nymph. <laughs> That's right up your sleeve. I knew it. Exciting. I knew it. I knew it. That's what Ooh, you guys. Ooh, a baby dove is called a squab. Squab. All right. Well, I think. <laughs> so I think we're all, we've exhausted wait, this web page. Let's read some more how Wikipedia. Many did I get right. Zero. What's the score? Zero. Did I win? Dennis, zero. Uh, the world, <laughs> right. everything. The internet, yes. six. Right, very good. Well, Hippopotamus is also a calf. Uh, a hound is also a pup. Duh. Yeah. All right, here's one you can get. Kangaroo. A joey. Yes. One point for Dennis. All right. That was all or nothing, so I think you won. Great. I love these new rules. <laughs> Speaking of kangaroos. I was recently informed that I will be traveling to Sydney, Australia next year. Really? How cool is that? It's like way cool to do what? I've, I've got a friend there. It should be uh, should be cool. So my, my friend, my friend there said, um, so do you want to come to Nippers? I need an opener. Do you want to come to Nippers? Don't you have, don't you have a don't you have a, a opener with a with a bell on it? Well, I didn't have any beer. My wife is here with beer. Sorry, you that's were a good right wife. Yeah, sorry. So, so my friend said, um, "Do you want to come to Nippers?" And I was like, "Say hi. Come around and say hi." She's not. She's not. Hello. Oh, so this is an interesting opener. It is actually a gift from Chuck Colson, and it is a cross, a crucifix. Jesus. Yeah. It's like a key. I see it, yeah. Christ, Christ is the key, but it's also a bottle opener. And I'm not sure. Beer, that, beer is the path to salvation, yes. I'm not sure that that was intended, but. Don't spill it all on the keyboard. Again? 
Well, anyway. Wait, would that be christening the keyboard? <laughs> okay. It actually isn't working, which is which is proof that, that it's a miracle. It, it looks like it would open a beer, but it actually isn't. Jesus disapproves of your drinking. Jesus drank. I know. You shut up in a place. What's this? What's, what's this water crap? There's no, there's no more wine? To hell with that. It's time to partay. So I says, oh, look at all the wine. He's like, yeah, let's go. Whatever. How hard can it be? Got it. All right. So. Oh, Lord. A fat tire to boot. Huh? Mm. That woman. Praise your wife. Yeah, so I'm going to be going to Sydney, and my friend that lives down there, down under, as they say, uh, asked me, so do you want to go to Nippers? And I, I was like, Nip, Nippers, what the, like, like it, I was like, it doesn't, you know how they have different names for everything down there. And, and what uh, is good question. Uh, so I, so I Googled, I Googled Nippers and it said it's, uh, it's sort of like Boy Scouts. It's teaching little boys, uh, safety. Little Nippers. Yeah. Little Nippers. Little Nippers. Uh, and it turns out he... Um, well, first of all, he, he said, he asked, uh, do you know how to, do you know how to swim? And I said, of course I know how to swim. Uh, and apparently every, every weekend he goes and teaches this course about beach and water safety to local young children. Um, and he asked if I wanted, if I wanted to go and participate in that. And I was like, sure. What the hell? Um, and you did, I, I will. I said, oh. yes, I would, but, oh, you, yes, but okay. you haven't. I haven't been there yet. Uh, so that could be interesting. He, he said, look, I'm not going to say it's dangerous, but if they say you can swim on this beach, you can swim anywhere. It's like, okay. <laughs> and I looked at the map, and it's on the eastern side of Australia, which, as far as I can tell, is the place where it's the longest distance to any other land uh-huh. on the planet because you have uh-huh. to go all the way around to, like, Chile to get to land. So... uh We'll see if I survive that. If not, right. may these be my so final how long words. Will be there? A couple of weeks or just a week? Just one week. One well, that's, weeks are good. I mean, weeks are good. Yeah, and it's not two weeks, but it's not three days either. Right, and it's it's uh, and it's going to be in the summer. It's going to be in February, uh, after we see each other, and uh, because it's going to be summer down there. Yeah. So uh, that could be well. It's even even as far as south as Sydney, it doesn't get. Super super hot. So huh. I didn't I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah, it gets up to maybe like eighty degrees or something. Remind me in another conversation to talk about the Australian penal system, and when we uh, um, hosted at my nonprofit an Australian woman who was touring the country. And uh, in that other conversation, I'll show you the ostrich, carved ostrich egg that she gave me when she left. But it didn't end well because of what I said to her about the way that her plans were treating the Aborigines. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Well, I mean, talk about a penal colony. Talk about a, a penal colony. That's like yeah. what Australia was. Is. Is. Well, you know, you've got, you've got a whole... Uh, uh, ethnic group of people that refuses to succumb to modern uh, expectations of, of 
ownership and, and connection to the land. And it's just like, you know, they might as well be from another planet. They're, they're being treated like they're aliens. And they lock them up. And the, the plan was that they were going to create these village-like prison areas that face the proper way for these um, land, earth, wind, and fire kind of praising mm-hmm. uh, ethnic uh, aborigines so that they were facing the proper way for prayer and whatnot. And, and the design was supposed to be more humane. And, <laughs> and I said to her, I said, well, and so if they're safe enough to live in that little community, why don't you just let them, let them be. live at home? Let them live at home, uh-huh. and and whatever you spend here, put put somebody in the village to help these people, because you're spending six hundred and forty million dollars, whatever it was, right. to build these prisons, and just give them each, you know, two thousand dollars every five years, and watch what happens. But it's the but it was you know the anyway. Yeah, okay. it's just. Did you know that um, there is an Aboriginal language where they don't have terms for like left and right and forward and backwards? Where, uh, no. Where they they talk literally, they say north, south, east, and west. So they will say, uh, "Can you hand me the the glass that is to the north of the of the of the loaf of bread?" And they they talk like that and. But like the the consequence of that is that at all times they have to know which what the cardinal directions are, and they and they do and you can take you can bring them inside a building and walk them down corridors left and right and turning and turning and turning, and they will still know exactly which way is north south east east and west because that's the way they think is in terms of of that. They've sharpened that ability to the point of, of another sense. Right, because because that's the way they orient everything. It's not like they don't have – like the problem we have is I say that's over there on the right and my right is your left and we have some confusion there. But if we, right, if right. we say over there on the east or on the, on the, north, on the northeast or whatever, then, then you – we don't have that communication problem. And it's, in person, you mean? In person, Yes. Yeah, but not like in this current setting because I have no idea what even I know where I'm sitting facing south. I know that, but I don't have any idea how you are. Tell me. I mean, I thought are you facing south. Or I are you thought facing as an as as as, as something of respect, I'm facing west towards you right now. But you're looking in a totally different direction. Yeah. The aboriginals don't know much about uh, video conferences that that would confuse the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, yeah right well because no, they didn't was, they didn't but yeah so you're facing south looking at, at your camera looking right now at, looking and i've got to tell you something that you have on a two-tone shirt and your dark shoulders blend into your background a little bit and so if i look at you just a certain way it looks like you've got this really tiny little skinny little gray body and your head seems over large which is unnerving so don't don't wear that shirt anymore. You're blending in. It's too weird. <laughs> well, I'll have to put a uh, a green screen behind me so we can put uh, uh, up like a Caribbean beach location or whatever.
you know, the new uh, movie, The Irishman, and the new uh, uh, techniques they use to uh, de-age. You're all familiar with that stuff, right? You have referenced it before, and I understand that that's a thing that is possible with tech. But, yes. Okay. I don't want to talk about that. Well, why'd you fucking bring it up then? <laughs> Jesus. I'm just kidding. I was just joking. Jesus, don't t- don't be so serious. <sighs> God. God. So I saw I saw a meme today that was um, uh, six year olds laugh uh, three hundred times a day, and grown ups only laugh uh, between fifteen and a hundred times a day. And so, ergo, you should be more like a six year old. And I looked at that and I was like, that doesn't make a lot of sense because I actually live with a six year old. He doesn't laugh just three hundred times a day. That's that's uh, that's not good science. So I went and I and I googled, and it turns out yeah that was totally made up by some by some somebody wanted not even researcher. Science. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't right. even that, but it was it was just and and also like Lord knows a six year old my six year old in a in a loving safe household uh, is can is relatively very, very happy and can laugh all he wants. But there are so many, if you're talking about average six-year-old experience in the world, uh, there's a whole bunch of six-year-olds that have it oh, way worse than my six-year-old. I know, and, I know why the stats are off. And, but, but then I, I Googled and it, and it turns out that, yeah, someone just like made that off, right. made it up off, off the cuff. Giving, you, know giving a talk somewhere. you know why it would be higher anyway? It's because of the clown cities and clown towns where clown towns. All, clowns and so the the six-year-olds are laughing nearly 100 percent of the time and that throws the stats off for the rest of us if you've never wait is the is the mayor also a clown fuck yeah of clown town yeah okay what would it be i don't, I don't know yeah. they're all they're all clowns except for the six the six-year-olds grow into clown clown clowniness remarkably quick so it's not genetic it's environmental hands. Uh, it's both oh, they're genetic, like they're like little, they're like little tadpoles that then grow their, their clown nose. Species, they're like little uh, little joeys. Clown town. Well, clown so town, you know USA. Call, you know, uh, you know what they call their young the uh, clown town? Because you were asking me earlier, you long, may remember uh, what they call their young. Hahas. No, no. Jackies. Little Jackies. Little Jackies. Well, that makes 100% sense. I think that <laughs> belongs on Wikipedia. Hey. Hey. You're right. Because you, That's the place to go. You write your own shit in Wikipedia. <laughs> right. So we need an article. We need an article about clown, the, the Clown Town phenomenon. The Clown Town phenomena. Oh, there's more than one phenomena? Oh, God, yeah. Phenomena. Everyone has its own, its own little story, but... But it's still one anyway, phenomenon if there's, if there's many clown towns. What's that? If there's many clown towns, it's still one phenomenon. But no, if, if there are more... No, are there no it's multiple, not just about towns. It's multiple. about certain segments of, of our society that aren't actual towns. There's a whole uh, woven um, clown presence throughout uh, all of our societies. It's a bit... Uh, it's noticeable when you start to look and see it. I don't know if you do. Uh, but I certainly do. So it's just no. So it's it is phenomena. Okay. Clown phenomena. 
Here's a question for you. Are you familiar with the term juggalo? Juggalo, it's a, it's, it's a juggler who sleeps with a lot of women. No. So there's this crazy thing. Um, there, there was this band called Insane Clown Posse. Oh, yes. I'm familiar with the band quite a bit. And the, but their fans are called Juggalos. And they dress up as clowns and cause trouble. <laughs> I mean, in Clown trouble or deeper trouble. Well, uh, I think historically they've done some vandalism and and naughty things, but uh, but and there have been some violent altercations. But it's this sort of culture where it's well, properly said, it's a subculture where. You where people there's like these signals where you can like let other people know that you are one of these people that likes to dress up as clowns to do other things to I don't know to go out and have parties and stuff and listen to right. this band. But right. it's uh, I will not say any more because I really don't know anymore, but it, <laughs> I will link to this in the show notes. There is there is this thing. You, you have you, more restraint than I do. Not you, knowing something about something doesn't stop me from talking about well as i said for, i think it was this last episode i said i i don't know i don't know a lot about a lot of things or something like that uh <laughs> right. yeah there's um there it's you were talking about clown phenomena and that came into my head yes much in the same yes, way that well, when i talk about something crazy shit comes into your head so yes so with that my friend our hour is up i have to go play some blues well Got to go sorry to give you the blues <laughs> best part of my day my friend alright I will see you next time on next happy, time hour. At... Ha- happy hour happy hour dot fm cue the music oh man another episode is over already well I just wanted to hop in here and remind you that you can go to happyhour.fm and see all of our episodes. And you can go to patreon.com slash happyhour and throw us a little bit of money. It would really mean a lot to Dennis and me, and it would ensure that we can keep this podcast going. So I hope you had fun listening to us say silly things, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.